The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus told his disciples this parable. A man going on a journey called in his servants and entrusted his possessions to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to a third one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. Immediately, the one who received five talents went and traded with them and made another five. Likewise, the one who received two made another two. But the man who received one went off and dug a hole in the ground and buried his master's money. After a long time, the master of those servants came back and settled accounts with them. The one who had received five talents came forward, bringing the additional five. He said, Master, you gave me five talents. See, I have made five more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you were faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come, share your master's joy. Then to the one who had received two talents, also came forward and said, Master, you gave me two talents. See, I have made two more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you were faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come, share your master's joy. Then the one who had received one talent came forward and said, Master, I knew you were a demanding person, harvesting what you did not plant and gathering what, where you did not scatter. So, out of fear, I went off and buried your talent in the ground. Here it is back. His master said to him in reply, you wicked, lazy servants. So you knew that I harvest where I did not plant and gather where I did not scatter. Should you not then have put my money in the bank so that I could have got it back with interest on my return? Now then, take the talent from him and give it to the one with ten. For to everyone who has, more will be given, and he will grow rich. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And throw this useless servant into the darkness outside, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. The Gospel of the Lord.
Brothers and sisters, the parable Jesus uses today gives us a chance to reflect on a virtue that we don't talk about a lot called magnanimity, which sometimes is translated as like greatness of spirits. We look it up on Google, it'll tell us it's the virtue that allows somebody to remain calm in the face of adversity, to forgive when they've been wronged. Really, it has this sense of living the fullness of our lives. Living the fullness of our lives. And it's not unrelated to the virtue of humility where we're able to understand exactly who we are in front of God. Humility doesn't simply mean I make myself lower. It means I understand who I am in front of God. And so I have the wisdom to see myself as God sees me. Which definitely means that I see myself as lower than God. But it also means that I recognize my gifts, my talents, I recognize everything that the Lord has given me, and I receive them well, and I'm going to use them well. And so the servant who receives five talents, he's able to receive them, recognize that the Lord has entrusted him with these five talents, that he's going to go out and use them, Because even if he experiences some kind of self-doubt, he knows that the master has given them to him. And if the master trusts him, he should trust the fact that the master trusts him. The one who receives two, likewise. And then the third, who receives one talent. He's unable to receive it well. And he exhibits this vice called pusillanimity. Pusillanimity means that it's usually defined as cowardliness or an inability to confront. It would be marked by insecurity in who we are. And he's not able to recognize that if the master gave him this one talent, the master must believe that he's capable of multiplying it and therefore he should try and multiply it. Instead, out of fear, he buries it in the ground. The opposite vice would really be something like arrogance where We're unable to receive what we've been given by the Lord, and so we sort of present ourselves as better than we are. Pusillanimity would be related to a kind of false humility where I don't understand how good I am. That opposite vice, like arrogance, would be I think myself better than I am. And so we have to ask ourselves the question, do I receive well what I've received from the Lord and what am I doing with it? How am I multiplying 
what I've received from the Lord. If the Lord has brought great healing to your life, how are you multiplying that or manifesting that, receiving that well in order to bring that to another? If the Lord has given you great material gifts, how are you being a steward of those material gifts and multiplying that so that it bears fruit for the Lord? If you have a great gift for teaching, how are you receiving that, being a steward of it, and multiplying that gift for the Lord? And it's very easy for us to identify with that third steward, that one who received one talent. And oftentimes I myself find myself identifying with that person having a hard time believing that our Lord has actually given me these gifts and he wants me to use them. And that can come for various reasons. We can be... We can be afraid that if I don't use them well or if I make a mistake, I can do more harm than good. There can be fear and division and jealousy and envy that enter into our hearts. So we look at another person who seems to have a lot of gifts and think to ourselves, well, I can't measure up to that person and they can do all these things and so therefore I'm not going to do anything. Because I'm afraid of finding out that they have more gifts than I do in this area. We can have a jealousy that comes out of a disproportionate sense of fairness. It's not fair that that person seems to be more talented than me or that family seems to be better put together than my family therefore I'm going to do nothing you know the family that I grew up in I grew up in a family where I became sort of the father figure for most of my siblings and And I always was hypersensitive about outshining my father. So I wouldn't do what I could do because I didn't want to take his place. And so sometimes that temptation to pusillanimity enters in. But whenever we do that, whenever we kind of fail out of insecurity to allow the gifts God's given us to bear fruit, we're really rejecting our Lord. We're somehow saying, I know better than Jesus what I should do with my life. Like this third servant, I know better than the master that I'm not really worthy of receiving this and so I'm going to do nothing. 
And that can manifest in very simple ways. When you're inspired to share your faith with a coworker, but then you're afraid to because you don't know what'll happen. I don't know if I'll be able to do it well, so I'm gonna do nothing. We end up like burying that talent. When there's a family member who's been away from the church and we really want to invite them, but we're afraid of causing conflict. We're burying that talent. When there's an announcement made at the parish that we need people to help with the RCIA program and you kind of think to yourself, that would be great. Whoa, that would be great, but I don't know if I can do that. We're burying that talent. And I really believe, especially in our own time, that our Lord has a great desire to magnify his grace. To magnify his grace. To reach into the culture with the grace and love and mercy that flow from the cross. And what our Lord wills for our lives, he will enable us to do. What he wills for our lives, he will enable us to do. And he'll make it happen in ways that we never thought imaginable. And when I was down at EWTN, you know, Father Mitch Packwell was talking to me and he was telling me this story, and it's a famous story of how, you know, they got enough money for their satellite dishes in order to broadcast their signal, and, and basically Mother Angelica had ordered this satellite, to, you know, and they delivered it, and they were $60,000 short, and she was going out to send the person away and say, we can't pay for this. And then the phone rang and somebody called her to the phone and there was a guy that was on some cruise somewhere who just was moved to call and make a donation for the exact amount of money that they needed. What God wills, God enables. You know, in smaller ways, I know stories of people who they'd been thinking about inviting somebody, they'd been thinking about addressing something with someone and they weren't sure it was going to work out but they went ahead and stepped into that space and everything turned out much better than imagined what God wills God enables I remember thinking about that with regard to the apostolates that I'm involved with having this slight sense of Somebody needs to do this work of bringing the gospel message into this culture that's hypersexualized and thinking, well, no way, I'm not going to do that. And then finding our Lord just asking and asking and asking and asking and asking. And his grace is multiplying in ways that I never thought possible. Because what he wills, he enables. But in order for us to respond, we have to be completely rooted in his love. We have to be secure in his love. We have to know that 
He loves us more than we could ever possibly imagine and that he knows us better than we know ourselves. And if we belong to him, he will protect us and guide us and lead us in every endeavor of our lives. And so that magnanimity, it really flows from our own conversion and knowing Christ and believing that he has called us, that he can transform our hearts, that even if we're rejected or criticized or abandoned by people, he will never reject, criticize, or abandon us. And the graces that he has given to us will be multiplied and bear fruit for the world. That's what our Lord is telling his disciples today. If you belong to me, your lives will bear much fruit. I will protect you. If you trust in me, the grace, love, and mercy I've given to you will be multiplied in the world. And if you don't trust me, if you don't fail to belong to me, if you don't believe me, you really condemn yourself to a life of loneliness. And so today, let us pray that we continue the work of our own conversion, our own transformation, and believing in everything our Lord has done for us, that we'll have the courage, the magnanimity of heart, to allow those gifts to be multiplied in our families, in our parish community, and in the world around us that's in such great need of the grace, love, and mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ.